Hello, and welcome back to Quest to Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Samuel Carter, and today we are going to be talking about something I saw on Pinterest, which, as you know, if you've listened to any of my other ones, that's where I get most of my ideas and topics from. So I saw this post called, entitled, Eight Cancers to Avoid, and I think I thought it was very eye-catching and a very good way to just kind of visualize how certain patterns and ways of thinking and actions can become a growth and infest your life. But also, it kind of made me feel a little weird referring to things like this as cancers, just because, let me look up the definition, Just but just because there are people who have actually been through cancer and I do not want to belittle their experiences um, so the definition is a disease in which abnormal cells divide. Yeah, so it's literally a disease. And I don't want to belittle or make light of it, that in any way, shape, or form. So I just want to put that out there because I would feel weird not saying anything about it. So going on to the eight cancers or basically eight bad habits to avoid. Number one is complaining. This is really important. Also, a lot of these things I feel like can be taught in childhood, and I'm glad my parents taught me most of them, except for comparing, but I'll, I'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of these are just things, if you're a parent yourself, I don't know who's listening to this, but just some good things to teach your kids and some things to teach yourself if you need to reparent yourself or just... Things to remember to avoid that will make your life way better if you do not do them. So number one is complaining. Complaining is bad because it's basically the opposite of gratitude, which is amazing. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. Gratitude is one of the major keys to happiness, and it will help to put you in the right mindset and make you happier and more appreciative and help you to see all of the good that is around you in some way, shape, or form, whoever you are listening to this, even if it's just the fact that you can listen to this podcast, that's something to be grateful for. So you shouldn't be complaining, or you can complain, but that shouldn't, don't be too hard on yourself, but also don't, if you catch yourself complaining, don't let yourself continue, and do not make it a habit. And if you see and you notice it, which is all that you really have to do, just stop it, just stop it when you notice it. Number two is gossiping. This this is the main major one that I see a problem, especially with younger people, with my peers. Why are you wasting your time and energy talking about other people? It doesn't make any sense. If especially if they haven't done anything to you, I, I you can probably tell I've been the subject of some of this, but. Also, I don't do it. That's why I don't do it, any, especially anymore. Maybe I even... Actually, I've never done it. But even the small few experiences I have had with it in middle school have taught me to know it's just don't do it. If I could tell someone, my younger self, for example, or someone, if you're listening to this and you participate in gossiping, just don't do it. Why spend that time and energy on yourself there are things that you want to do that you say you don't have time for. There are th parts of your life that you can always improve. So why are you wasting time talking about other people? It just doesn't make any sense. 
and you cannot complain about your life if you're wasting time gossiping. Um, so yeah, uh, if you notice yourself doing that, just try to not, and I'm going to stop repeating that. Just do that for all this whole list. If you notice yourself doing it, don't be too hard on yourself, but also know that it's not, it's not what you want to do. That's not what you consciously want to do. Number three is envying and number four is comparing. These are kind of similar and yeah, excuse me. These are kind of similar and envying comes from not being grateful again. Uh, you should not be envying people. Also, you do not know the other side of the story. That person you're looking at, who you want their life, you think they have everything. There, there are things that they struggle with. Maybe if, if they're a kid, they, maybe their parents are controlling. They might have everything they want, but that's at the cost of having their whole life dictated by their parents. Their parents want them to become a doctor or whatever. They, they don't have any agency and control over their life. Even if they have everything, they, no one has everything. And if it's another adult, maybe you're envying. But maybe they have to work for that. Most more nine, not maybe not nine, eight times out of ten, they had to work for that, and perhaps they're not even being, they're not even able to enjoy it because they're working so much, and work is really stressing them out. You just cannot, and even if the two out of ten times that they get it from inheritance or their money, their parents or something, there there are still going to be problems there. People, at the end of the day, people want purpose. I'm not going to explain every situation where there's an other side of the story because there's someone who can say that there's, oh, there's this other situation and there are always other sides of the story, even if you don't see them. But um, another example is you might be envious of someone who who has it all. They don't, they don't have to work. They don't have to do anything. Their parents provide everything for them and they're a grown adult. Maybe they have feelings of inadequacy because they're not, they're not working for what they have at the end of the day. I think, especially in America, where it is such the culture and ideal that you make your own, you make your own way, you do things for yourself. Maybe they feel like a failure if they don't have to work for anything. But anyway, I'm not going to get into all of that. Just remember that there's always another side of the story. So do not envy people and also that plays into comparing. Do not compare yourself to other people. Everyone is literally on a different path. And I'm I'm saying this to myself. Everyone is on a different path. You cannot, everyone was born into something different. Everyone had different opportunities. Everyone has different everything. Even, even if you have something similar, you come from a similar place as someone else, you have similar things, there are still things that are different. They were raised different. Even literally think about your siblings, the same family income. The same parents, the same parenting. Think about how different you are from your siblings, if you have siblings. That should just show you, you should not compare yourself to other people. There are literally genetic things or random things that happen while your baby and your mom's stomach that influence how you think, how you behave, how how you are, and just how you move throughout this world. So comparing is literally useless. I think this is one of the hardest ones to overcome because... Comparison can be useful. Like, if when I was when I'm in the class, if I'm looking at everyone else and they're doing a work assignment and I'm not, well, maybe that's some healthy comparison because maybe I should be doing my work. Okay, that's good. But comparison becomes bad when you are first of all, it's 
consumes you and it makes you feel bad. Comparing should never make you feel bad. Either should make you feel motivated or just give you knowledge. Like, oh, everyone else is doing this stuff. Should I be doing this? That's all it should be. It should stop there. It shouldn't, you shouldn't feel bad that you're not doing the same thing as everyone else. If anything, you should feel happy that you are. Because if you do like everyone else, then you're going to end up like everyone else. And I don't know about you, but I want to be unique. I want to make my own way in life. I want to strive higher. I want to do better. And so comparing isn't always useful. And if you are going to compare, compare to people who have are in the place in life that you want, not around you, but like like Barbara Corcoran, the real estate agent. When I was younger, I would look up to her and her path and all the things she went through. And it was really useful for me. So comparing yourself to a role model can be good. Just do not let it become destructive. And if it makes you feel bad, stop. That's that's how you know that you've crossed the line into comparing something bad. Number five is consuming. Consuming, consuming, consuming. I think, and what does, what does that even mean? One second, excuse me. Mm, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? I burped, I burped. What does that even mean? C- consuming. I think mindless consumption is where things go wrong. I, I'm always telling my mom, like, or let me not bring personal stuff into this, but you should not be consuming stuff just to consume. Every con- thing you consume should be conscious, whether it's the food you put into your mouth, whether it's the thing that you buy from the store, of everything you consume, the media, what you watch, it has a huge effect on you. So you should be watching what you consume. And so it's just one word consuming. Consuming can be great, but as long as it's mindful, if it's mindless and it's unconscious, then that's where it goes wrong. Number six is doubting. Doubting, um, again, just like comparison, there is some good to it. If I'm standing at the end of the cliff, of, of a cliff, and I am thinking of jumping off and I start to doubt myself, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Doubting can, it's ingrained, all these things are ingrained in our minds from when we were hunter-gatherers. It's in our DNA. Fearing and doubting, fearing is number seven on the list. Fearing and doubting are good things. They help to keep you safe. But when they cross over to the point when it's unhealthy, it's stopping you from um, going, it's stopping you from going after your dreams. It's stopping you from leaving your comfort zone. That's when it becomes a bad thing. So I think healthy amount of doubt with logic can is old sorry for the noises is ultimately the ideal have logic don't don't catastrophize that's a whole nother episode do not catastrophize don't think of the worst case scenario all the time consider it but also consider how low of a possibility that can happen yes your company can fail but and actually for companies that's a high 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 percentage that that might that your company will fail and even and then what's the worst that can happen as long as you're not putting your own your house on the line your car on the line your family on the line it what's the worst that can happen bankruptcy you're not you're not actually not even bankruptcy you just fail and maybe your reputation's ruined for a few years that's fine in the grand scheme of things you're not going to die um that kind of got on a tangent but 
basically a lot of things why are we scared of them why are we doubting them unless we're going to die or ruin our life lose our home lose our shelter lose our friends why why are we really scared at the end of the day a lot of things that we're scared of is unnecessary and finally the last cancer to avoid eight is hating this goes back to gossiping i guess i kind of went off on gossiping which also goes to hating why are you wasting your time literally why are you wasting your time focusing on other people when you have goals of your own does not make sense that's going to be a whole another episode that just inspired me do not hate because simply because that time and energy can be spent on yourself you do not want to be also hating is bad for the other obvious reasons hopefully you don't hear that dog hating is wrong for the other obvious reasons that it pollutes your mind it is not good to be dwelling on negativity and things you don't like. Find things that you like about people. And if you can't, literally do not even think about them. Do not have them in your mind. They do not matter. So, yeah. And, like, when you're in the train, don't be like, oh, her, her hair is so ugly. Oh, this person smells. Oh, this person's so ugly. No, find things that you like. I've trained myself to, when I go out, I find things that I like about people, things that I might want to adopt or things that I like and that make me happy, like a nice bag or a cool hairstyle or a cool outfit. I look at that and it makes me happy. It's like looking at art. And yeah, that's that's a tip of mine. Just look at things that make you happy. So, so much of our world is literally designed by people. Someone designed that stranger walking by shirt. Just appreciate it. The person who designed that, I guess that comes from me have, wanting to go into architecture and really appreciating design. But the whole world is almost like your own museum. So go out and, or when you're out, look around and appreciate because everything is designed. The thing you're listening to this on, technology is probably designed to the utmost. Your room, there's an architect who designed it. Your bed sheets, your desk, your windows, everything is designed. Even if you might not agree with it, find something you do agree with the design and like the design of and just appreciate that and let it make you happy. It's like going to a free museum. So that is it for today. We're coming up on the 15 minute mark and I think that's an amazing place to end. Thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, hopefully you can take this into your life and hopefully you'll improve your life. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to let you go practice these things and have a great day. I'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Happy quest to manifest day. Goodbye. <laughs>